why do you want to kill me? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, 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 you, you complete me. Conclusion, inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that actively rejoices in taking away your civil liberties. I am Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? You know, BD and I, I'm sorry, let me try that again. Nick and I. (laughs) I'm sorry. Nick and I just made the exact same face during your intro, and I think that really tells you all you need to know. Oh, well, look who just walked in the door aloud. Hi. Okay. Oh, hello, Gabe. Oh, oh, look at that big mound of a babe. Ew. <laughs> anyway, I'm good. I am. I'm, I'm good. Like I said, I was just chilling on the couch, having some me time. How are you, Dan? I'm good. I'm glad that this podcast has gotten off to such a strong start already. Absolutely. It can only go downhill from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, also joining us today is the. Lucius Fox to our Bruce Wayne and wait, oh, I want to be Alfred. Alfred. Yeah, you're Alfred. Yes. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank God. Um, he is the biggest Batman fan we know. He has the deepest amount of all knowledge about it. I almost said he's the deepest amount of olives about Batman. Yes. His inst- it is our er, friend. His Bitmoji on Snapchat is wearing a Batman costume. Okay. Continue. I'm never taking it off. Like it's they're they're gonna have to pry that out of my cold dead hands. And those cold dead hands belong to Dr. Nick Belsanti. How are you, Nick? Oh, uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good, all things considered. Uh just got off my probably three thousand three watch of this film. <laughs> That's, that's what we call this, right? This isn't a movie. Oh, this is a film. It's a cinematic masterpiece. I mm-hmm. mentioned that multiple times in my notes. Listen. I mean, it's just... Ugh. I only like movies that take away something from the general public. And let me tell you, in this film, Batman takes away your right to privacy. And it oh, oh it yeah. hits me in all the right places. <laughs> They, they should have called this movie The Dark NSA. Oh, my Ayo. God. Never forget that in college I took a um, philosophy of superheroes class for ethics, and we discussed the ethics of the Joker in this film. Mm. Oh, dear God. I'm surprised you didn't catch on to that. I ran into my boss or my teacher multiple times at the nerd bar after that, and I was like, ah! So that was really fun, but I did enjoy the movie watching part that's the same professor that canceled class because he went to the midnight premiere of civil war so oh my god what a dork you would do that too don't even (laughs) yeah you're right anna he needs to be on the podcast (laughs) call him up what's he doing oh i don't know probably being a nerd i mean same probably teaching actually (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so the movie that we're talking about today, if you haven't gathered by all of the context clues we have given, is The Dark Knight, directed, produced, and co-written by Christopher Nolan, written by Christopher Nolan and his brother Jonathan, the stories by him and David S. Goyer, starring Christian Bale, Michael Caine, Heath Ledger, Gary Oldman, Aaron Eckhart, Maggie Glenhall, and Morgan Freeman. Maggie who? Maggie Gellin Helen Balifall replaces Katie Holmes. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister, Maggie Glefenthal. Yes, yes that's the one. <laughs> yes. Um, it was released on July 18th, 2008. It cost $185 million to make, and it was the fourth highest grossing movie of all time at one point, the fourth movie to ever make over a billion dollars. Uh, now it is not. Now I think it is 35th on the list. And that's the movie. That's <laughs> it. Thank you for joining us. That's literally, yep. That's literally it. We've uh. given you the stats. There's nothing more. There's no content in the film. Now, can I just be serious and sad for one second? Why so serious? Oh, wait. I accidentally just made eye contact with my neighbor across the hall while well, you said that. Or across the way. Um, <laughs> but... Like, for real, on a serious note, there are two things about this movie that come to mind for me when I think about it. And one Mm -hmm. is Heath Ledger passing, which is incredibly sad. Mm -hmm. And another incredibly sad thing, and I don't want to give fame to a person who doesn't deserve it, but it's the the Batman shooting, the shooter, who Mm -hmm. resonated with the Joker, or so he claimed. I don't even remember his name, which is for the best. Mm -hmm. But um, I just think about how, as a result of those two things forming some of my earlier memories how influential this movie kind of became and how I view a lot of I don't know what I'm trying to say like I just think of it a lot um I think of those two sad things especially the movie theater shooting Mm -hmm. um I I think it might be part of the reason why I don't like being in dark locked in spaces very much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um But it's just so sad to think about, and it's one of the things that comes to mind for me whenever I think of this movie is just because that was such a big, important event of the time, and it was so sad, and people still talk about it to this day. Um, Mm -hmm. It really affected a generation and took something that we really loved, like going to the movies, and made it not a safe space anymore. And I just think you can't really talk about The Dark Knight without taking a moment to remember the people that did um, pass during that event, and also just kind of acknowledging the fact that it changed the way people saw movies. It changed the midnight premiere of this movie. It changed midnight premiere events forever. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, wanted to that touch was, base. We'll talk about that next episode uh, because it was for the Dark Knight Rises premiere. Oh, um, my bad. Thought right it was for the Dark Knight. But <laughs> no, anyway, no. that's just something but that he comes was to influenced mind, right? by the Joker in this movie. Okay, yeah. 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 So but we'll, still, like that's one we'll thing that comes to mind that. for me. Nick, do you remember the first time you saw this? Oh, baby, let me tell you. I did, in fact, see this, the midnight premiere, mm-hmm. all the way back in 2008. Oh, um, boy. Did you wear a costume, yes or no? <laughs> Be honest. Um, I probably didn't wear a full costume, but I could see myself wearing... I did. I have like this really comically small like Batman mask that I probably wore. Yes. That, um, 
And I know I have, like, a, a host of, like, bat t-shirts just kind of, like, everywhere. So maybe I wore one of those, but... God, how old was I in 2008? Well, uh, I was in 8th grade when this... Wait, it was in July? I would be going into 8th grade. Yeah, like 6th or 7th grade, mm-hmm. whatever that was. So, I mean, I was hype. I was a little kid, but I, I was still... I mean, I was at the, like, height of my bat mania you mean at you're, that point, you know? And then it plateaued? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably somewhere, like, right after this. I was just like, I can't like him anymore because I'm at the height. Like, where do I go from here? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, I was, you know, I d- digested all the cartoons. I'd seen all the, like, animated movies. I'd lived through the terrible Schumacher movies. Like, you know, it, you know, and then Batman Begins came out, and it was like a Di- uh, what, what is the word I'm looking for? Like a shift. It was like a shift in the force. <laughs> a paradigm uh, shift. Yeah, there you go. Wait, what is that uh, word? Paradigm? paradigm? Yeah, I never know how to say it, but that's the name of my favorite corn album. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> um, I mean, it, yeah, it's this movie's like an instant classic. And I mean, I knew it from when I saw it in the theaters that day. Um, my dad and I like kind of took a nap in the middle of the day, I remember. And then he, he took me to see it. And, uh, I mean, right then and there, I knew it was, uh, this movie was going to make history and it mm-hmm. did in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It absolutely did. Um, I remember there is a process with my knowledge of when I first saw this movie. So I was a little boy. I was going into fifth grade when it came out. Now, remember in 2007, if you went to the IMAX version of I Am Legend, they screened the first five minutes, the first scene of this You're movie. right. Yes. That's why what? I went to see that. Screenings. Oh, my God. And I, I that. had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to go. My parents wouldn't let me go because I thought that it was too oh. intense for me. So my brothers went and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. That was the, they only went for the Batman thing. They ended up watching I Am Legend, which is a perfectly movie. It exists. <laughs> it's a it's a Will Smith movie. It's a film. Mm-hmm. Not his best uh, work. Not his worst. It's not Seven Pounds. Um, but, Ooh. yeah, come at me, director of Seven Pounds. I'll fight you. Um, so they were like, oh, my God, I can't wait until July, which is when the movie came out, to see it. And... My brother's birthday is in July. His birthday was like six days after the movie came out. So he saw it at midnight when it came out, and then he saw it again on his birthday. And then finally, a third time that he saw it, I went along with him. Um, and I was just, oh, it was so good. 2008 uh, was a big shift mm-hmm. for me in movies because both Iron Man and The Dark Knight came out that year. And I Iron Man became my favorite movie when I saw it in theaters. Yeah. And this Two became like home runs, man. Yeah, this became my third favorite movie, I think, after um, Empire Strikes Back. But I was just in love with it. And like Nick's Nick, I've seen it a hundred times, if if that, probably more. Mm-hmm. I've only um, seen it three times. There you go. Yes. Wow. Now let's compare. I have no idea if you've actually seen this movie, but which have you seen more? This or Step Up to the Streets? This. I think I've okay. only seen Step Up to <laughs> one time. 
I'm not really a big dance movie kind of person. Yeah, well, that's disappointing. Honest, uh, I'm not a very big step up guy, <laughs> if you know what I mean. There's no like extra meaning there. I just I know there's not, up. but it's just the image of you like secretly loving those Channing Tatum dance movies really speaks to my soul. You're telling so, me you were not first in line at the premiere of Step Up 3D. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, is it like Fast and Furious so they just keep cranking those ones out? Don't even come for Fast and Furious. I watched all those movies when quarantine started and I'm now in love with them. Thank you. When are you guys going to do that? When we block out a whole year to cover them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We need nine weeks. Literally. Oh my god. Um, But let's get back to the Dark Knight and let's get into the Dark Knight. The Dark Um, Knight. Let's get into it, Batman, something that I have wanted to do for years. Thank you. Um, So the movie starts off, and we see a bunch of masked men robbing a bank. They're all wearing clown masks. And as they go through, they take out each other one by one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I just say, like, best, like, bank heist in a movie? I was going to say, I think that scene is beautiful, Mm -hmm. and I think it's a beautiful reveal of the Joker. When I say beautiful, just so everybody knows, I'm referring to it as like a from a cinematic, like editing yeah. and filmography standpoint, not our videography standpoint, not from a oh yeah, that's a really violent scene and I'm really into it. I'm not that big of a neck beard, despite the fact that I like Joker. <sighs> okay, let's get into it some more. Hey, Anna, it's okay. We live in a society, and it's obvious that you live in that society as well. God. Oh man. Let me get my fedora. We're not gonna. We're not getting out of this without talking about Joker 2019, are we? Oh, my God. I I hope we do. (laughs) Let me go get my fedora so I can be fully ready, my ladies. Um, One thing that I forgot to mention when I ran over the stats of the movie, the cinematographer on this is Wally Pfister, um, who was nominated for an Oscar for this. Beautiful work, Uh, Wally. He ended up winning an Oscar for Inception. Oh, I Uh, love Inception. Yeah, he's a very talented cinematographer. I went through a really embarrassing Inception phase, but that's for another episode. He's like all over Chris Nolan movies, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was his cinematographer for everything, I think, up until um, Inception. Yeah, starting with Memento, he was his cinematographer. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then after... The Dark Knight Rises, um, he became a director. All right. Mm. All right, well. Oh, he also did Moneyball? Ugh. Classic. She's a king. Absolute king. Art classic. Love it. God tier. Uh, so in the, the bank heist scene, we see it is revealed that the final member of the heist crew, uh, the one who planned it all out, is the Joker, played Chef's by Heath kiss. Ledger. Chef's He's, kiss reveal. Uh, He's wearing the grumpy mask, which is like kind of like a, a riff on the first appearance of Joker in 66. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got uh, the same mask going on. I've seen like YouTube videos where it like shows that stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at least I assume that. Oh, I, I, I also wrote uh, William Fick, Fickner, not Kevin Bacon. Because the... I always thought it was Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> as the, like, the guy with the shotgun. Uh-huh. Uh, and he like lies to his little. He lies to his buddy to see if he'll get him shot and killed, but he doesn't kill him. But uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty funny. 
I was just like, oh, is that Kevin Bacon? No, it's not Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so the way that the bank heist ends is that um, the Joker, <clears throat> he killed the bus driver. And then the bus backs into the bank, which I think is, um, it's not the Board of Trade building in Chicago, but it's uh, on the river. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't run over the other guy but he gets blasted back like 14 feet because mm-hmm. of the impact of the bus yeah uh the joker loads all of the money onto uh, the bus and then it pulls out into the world's longest line of children on a field trip mm-hmm. just a bunch of school buses very very good planning and timing mm-hmm. yes uh, absolutely i mean the joker is nothing but a, if not a good planner you know he's got his aaron condren notebook lined up <laughs> do i really look like the type of guy who has a plan but like oh I'll, yes. I'll keep that'll, that'll keep coming out of me oh god the including the tongue the tongue flick and everything the lip smacks yeah, yeah he's, just, he's doing a lot he's he's going for it mm-hmm. i mean even just like this introduction of him you're like holy cow the character the development of the character is beautiful i i mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that a lot mm-hmm. about this film but anyway, um, before we move on, I'm going to be interspersing this episode with William Fick- Fitchner facts, I think is how you pronounce it, Oh, uh, because I put up his <laughs> Wikipedia page uh, and he is a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, what an oh, in- interesting choice. <laughs> uh, so then we see that uh, Batman, uh, he breaks down a bust of it's a drug bust or something is going mm-hmm. on. There's in dogs and they're great garage. actors. They're great yes. actors. And we yeah, later find out that those dogs are hundi- hungry. The dogs are hungry. Yeah, but they're good <laughs> little actors. Fun fact: Did you know that a lot of times in movies, dogs? Well, probably not with Rottweilers. I think you said this before. Yes, but <laughs> let me refresh: Dog tails and wolves and things. A lot of times, their tails have to be CGI'd because they get too excited and they wag their tails the whole time. Thank you. That concludes Anna's episode <laughs> yeah. of Dog Facts. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of dog facts, William Fickner was in the film Quiz Show. You like he that movie. He played the stage manager. I love that movie. We watched that movie um, together once. Yes, we did. And we ended it by furiously making out. Whoa. With each no, other? No, we did no, not. I was like, what? <laughs> That's not where I expected that to go. Um, so the, we see Batman breaks up a drug trade where the scarecrow is there, um, who I think is the first uh, returning villain in any Batman movie. Mm -hmm. First and pretty much only so far, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's only on for like a second though. Like that scene, I don't think it happens again. Does it? Not in this movie. No, I know he's in the third movie, but not this one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he he does. He's got just a nice little zinger, mm-hmm. where uh, he's you know we okay. So you don't want to pass up the fact that there's dudes that are also dressing up yes. like Batman. Yes, and they're wearing they're like umpire costume or uniforms. Hockey pads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literal hockey pads uh, and toting guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
was it the one guy like says something to him and he's like, I don't need any help. Yeah. And Scarecrow goes, not my diagnosis. <laughs> yes. I was like a sick burn. <laughs> also, Batman bends the tip of a gun like it's made out of a noodle. I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> um, also, the one of the fake Batmans, he also goes, what makes you so different? What makes us so different from you? And Batman's only response is, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Uh, <laughs> gotta... You're going to blow out your uh. voice doing this episode. <laughs> I think they like did some stuff to his voice because I don't know how the hell you're going to do that for a whole movie. They punched him in the throat repeatedly before each yeah. scene. Uh, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Gage told better. me he lost his better. voice a couple times during filming, at least of Batman Begins. I don't know if that's true or not, but... Well, I'm gonna you know... He's not wearing hockey pads. Oh my god, he's oh not god. wearing there hockey we pads because I'm not good at doing those voices. Do it, <laughs> do it. He's do not it, wearing yeah. hockey pads. That's okay. pretty scary. That's actually. pretty bane. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what is it? What is it? You, you, something. It will be is. very painful. I was born in it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just for your daily little nerd fact. Always. Um, the, I guess they're not really the Sons of Batman, but they're technically, it's kind of like the same idea. The Sons of Batman are characters in the Dark Knight Returns mm -hmm. who kind of pop up after Batman disappears and are like kind of fighting in his name. Mm -hmm. They're a bit more violent. So it's not, this is, it definitely isn't something that's unique to this movie. But Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just from the sources. And it makes total sense because, of course, a vigilante like Batman would inspire copycats. Oh, yeah. Who want to do something like that. Um, and, of course, they would absolutely suck at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Big time. William Fitchner graduated from Maryville High School in 1974. What a good year. Um, so we then see that a alliance of sorts has been formed between uh, Batman, Lieutenant at this point, Gordon, mm -hmm. um, and My then boy. The, the new man that we see introduced, the world's sexiest district attorney. Minus The his only hair. man who can take apart a gun, punch a witness in the face, and then say, but I'm not done with him. Uh, when I tell you I yelled when that when that gun came out, I yelled like I was in the courtroom. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> We are, of course, talking yeah. about Harvey Dent. Uh, so good. He, You know what? I, I, I'm going to say it right now up top. Um, Aaron Eckhart really gets overlooked for this movie because, I mean, obviously everybody's here for the Heath Ledger Joker, but like... He does a beautiful, also a beautiful people, performance. People are sleeping on him like mm -hmm. he's a mattress. Like this guy not only has to pull <laughs> off the, the good boy district attorney, but he has to pull off like a significant turn mm -hmm. i just... yeah i would agree with you i think that his performance in this movie is incredibly strong he might not be the main villain but i think you see him do that full character development and like okay i have opinions for when we get to when he becomes two-face mm -hmm. but i like that they hint at i mean it's an origin story for lack of a better yeah. term and i think they cover it well without making it the main focus of everything um, 
I completely agree. And also, I just want to point out that he also somehow sells an incredibly unethical relationship. Yes. Uh, yes, I was and- like, there. I. Oh man! As I said to Gage, I was like, "Wait, are they boinking? They shouldn't be doing that." They definitely should not be boinking to no. use the parlance yet, of the times. Mm-hmm. Yet again, Rachel Dawes banging her boss. Girl, girl, what's up with that? I mean, he's cute, but she his did hair. Did it in the last it. movie? What happened to that guy? His hair. That ain't guy it. had terrible hair too. Yes, was her? Yeah. She's into guys with bad hair. Hey, can't relate. But- Aaron Eckhart is the crimson chin, so it makes uh, up. Oh yes, for it. I called him cleft multiple times. Also, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, watching this movie for some reason, I like mashed together this image of Two Face with the cartoon one, and when it was revealed that he's Two Face, I was like, "Excuse me, why isn't he blue?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait, that's the cartoon, my bad." <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, you don't get the weird deformed blue face yeah no one where well because i definitely had a mcdonald's toy of harvey dent with the blue skin when i was little so i think that's what i was remembering Mm -hmm. Uh, fair enough so we then see the criminal underworld of gotham um holding a zoom call with lao who is a corrupt accountant their accountant um who has said that in order to keep all their money safe because they know that all the money is being tracked in the banks uh, they need to take it to an offshore account in Hong Kong uh, which Lao has already done and the criminal underworld I guess just agrees to it because you know why not Uh, and at this meeting the Joker appears and he slams someone's head into a pencil and I have zero time for it (laughs) oh and he has his first iconic line of the film would anyone like to say it that's not me you want to see a magic trick? No, I was going to say a simple, you killed a bat. We killed a Batman. Anyone? I mean, yeah, he's he's just spitting out like iconic lines yeah. every mm-hmm. freaking sentence. We also so sk- I don't even We also skipped over Harvey Dent's iconic line, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain, and I immediately thought of the Alton Brown meme where they talk about good eats <laughs> versus cutthroat kitchen. Yeah, see, it's that's a very important like. Oh, foreshadowing is that's the whole ethos of the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, in case spoiler alert, you didn't know that he becomes a villain by what we just said, and also you waited almost, almost. We know you waited half an hour, ten, twelve years. Oh my god, I almost said (laughs) twenty years. Woo! I don't know how to do math. Twelve years. Before finding out what the spoilers were for this movie. Yikes. Couldn't be me. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yes, this movie would be in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be God. the age of cheese that I prefer. Nice 12-year age cheddar. Uh, and yeah, you can't see it right now, but she just pulled up her cow mug to sip her tea from. It has udders. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to point out it has. It definitely has udders. In case yeah. we forgot, I'm from Wisconsin. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, so the Joker slams a man's head to the table, as Horrifying. Anna said. And Eraser first. Like, yes. Owie. That thing got pounded into that guy's skull. Ooh. Yeah. Owie, zowie. No, thank eh. you. Um, and then the criminal underworld is like, man, one of the guys is like, I'm, I'm through with this guy. 
putting a bounty Gamble. on his head. Yeah, Gamble, who is the That's, coolest uh, one of them he all. He is. That's um Michael Jai White. He's a he's pretty. I recognize in, that like, name. He's in like a bunch of like kung fu movies. He's like a very like on like stunt performer. He does a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really good actor too. I think he'd if he got in like a bigger role in this, he'd probably do well with it. But like, there's really mm-hmm. no place for him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like he's been in any other movie with William Fitchner. Um, Damn. <laughs> but he was in an episode of Saved by the Bell. Ooh. As <laughs> military policeman number two. Love that. What a breakout role. Right? Um, so then what happens is that... Oh, he does the... the. You think you could just steal from us and walk away? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Joker, he's oh got man, all the... he's petty. I love it, honestly. Mm-hmm. He really is. He's a little purple-suited freak, mm-hmm. but he's he's funny. He 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 drops some pretty good ones for sure. Oh yeah, like I said, I wrote them all down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Gamble puts a bounty on the Joker's head, and then we cut to Batman and Morgan Freeman uh, coming up with a plan on a yacht, to, right? Uh, well, not yet. They're oh, coming up bad. with a plan to get to Hong Kong to Mm-mm. get back. Um, Lao and bring him to the U.S. because Hong Kong won't extradite one of their own. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and the plan that they come up with is that Batman is going to dive out of a plane, and then he will <laughs> get so Lao, <laughs> and then parachute back up into the plane and uh, fly away. It's very simple, you know. Oh boy, you yeah. Just need to have a pl- play catch with a balloon. And a flying aircraft. It's something. That's for sure. It's something. I, I wrote that this whole, like, getting Lao thing is, like, a big, like, it feels like a, like a cut scene from, like, Inception. Yeah. Like, there's, like, all this, like, all these, like, little moving parts. There's him in the city and then the cell phones that are yeah. using sonar. Oh, my God. Like a submarine. Don't even get me started. <laughs> um, I screamed again. They really got me because I said, like a bat. And then Morgan Freeman goes, like a submarine. And I went, you really got me. Yeah. DC got me. You know, the the skyhook thing, though, that's a real, like, thing. It I is? looked it up. It's, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's yeah, neat. That's, and that's pretty much exactly how it worked. You hmm. shoot up the little, like, light blinking parachute-looking thing, and it, like, would mm-hmm. take them, and they would just go. It was pretty like cool. like how they do in the movie. Um, oh yeah, you had mentioned it earlier, but the cell phone thing, the reason that Morgan Freeman is actively involved in this is because of Wayne canceling, instead of Wayne canceling their deal over the phone, uh, instead Morgan Freeman has to fly to Hong Kong to have a 30 second lunch with Lau to cancel the deal. But the really, the reason he's there is so that he can put a phone into the lost and found box at this building, uh, and you wouldn't, would you think that security would have any questions after they go to give him back his phone? Yeah. And he's like, oh no, I already have it. Maybe like, wait, phones aren't allowed. Why do you have a phone? Yeah. What did you yeah. use that phone for? They really said, let's make these security guards dumb. 
<laughs> yeah, they really those guys really dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. So I'd be embarrassed. I'd be like, "Ooh, can't I got to quit my job, I guess." Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> um so and then we see that the Joker has been brought dead to gamble. He has been killed by a couple of guys, but as it turns oh. out, surprise we've been known he wasn't dead are you kidding me that man is a slipper if he was a ferret his name would be slippery pete because there's no way that the joker would be caught that easily and they were fools to think he would be thank you yeah they really got duped even like he he really rubs it in too Mm -hmm. he just Mm -hmm. well because we get the soliloquy after that yes you want to know how i got these scars come on there's two more i don't want to I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> oh my God, why so serious? I can't do the voice. Why so serious? Mm-hmm. I love how he says that. So funny. oh, it's so iconic. It's it's so like you could go up to anybody today and they'd know exactly what you're talking about if you said that. Mm-hmm. Like even if you I just frequently... said it without the voice. I frequently go up to the second graders that my mom teaches and I go, why so serious? And they go, it's the Joker, baby. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what they say. <laughs> um, oh, no. So the Joker, after he does a soliloquy, he kills Gamble and then holds a tryout for his goons where, but where one of them has to kill the other two in order to join the gang. Uh, and, with, and, with, and with what weapon? With a, a broken yes. pool stick. It's so fun. Weapon of like, choice. Oh my god, dude. Weapon of choice. That's so brutal. It is absolutely. Um, so after that, we see that Bruce is holding a fundraiser for Harvey Dent. Because after the dinner that they had together... Uh, he trusts him and he's like, trust me, after one fundraiser with my friends, you'll never have to campaign a day in your life. Bruce Showing is how such... unethical campaign finance is. Also, Bruce is such so, uh, a uh, uh, D-bag. Yes. Sorry, let me say that he's... in the way people might understand. D-bag. He's like, um, he reminds me a lot of like his Patrick Bateman character. <gasps> Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Every time we watch these, I go, oh, I want to watch American Psycho. Because I read that book this summer, and let me tell you, that was a trek to get through. But I did it, and now I need to reward myself with a film. It's essentially the same character, except one of them is a murdering psychopath, and the other one is... A non-murdering psychopath. Hard to say which one one I prefer, though. Hard to say which one I prefer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, he's... Oh my god. Yeah, no, he's, I mean, he's trying his best. He's doing his thing where he's like, oh, these people can't know I'm Batman, so I'm just gonna crap all over him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, guy. I would never guess. I'd be like, wow, he's such a jerk. The best oh, he me. can't be Batman. He no must way. be Bruce Man. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, at the fundraiser, uh, Bruce and Rachel have a conversation where he's like, well, I'm going to give up the cowl so we can be together. And she's like, no, I am maybe she's in a... love with Harvey Dent. Manipulative, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Um, she, she's she's doing a bad job of letting this man down. Like, yeah. he, this whole movie, this guy's like, yeah, she's going to be with me. She is she's manipulating like, uh, him and he's manipulating her. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. They shouldn't be yes, together. Like, yeah. 
Batman should just be a bachelor for life. It's better that way. He should be with the Russian ballerina. <laughs> Did you see that boat? <sighs> Did you see oh those people on God. that boat? Dude, he comes in. He flies into this fundraiser. First of all, he helicopters in late. Second yeah. of all, he comes in with not one, not two, but three women. <laughs> three beautiful women, let's specify. Uh-huh. They're not just his mom on his arm. They are three gorgeous like, models. Like, this guy is just unstoppable. Mm-hmm. God, he um, gives off. Oh, I don't even know. He's. Oh. <laughs> So he he gives a speech for Harvey where he's like, yes, this man, good dude. I believe in Harvey Dent. Straight out of the comics. Yes. That's right in the long Halloween. I believe in Harvey Mm -hmm. Dent. It's repeated all throughout the novel. It's crazy. It was also part of the alternate reality game that they did to advertise this movie, where if you went to IBelieveInHarveyDent.com, there would be clues for what was going to happen in the movie. That's so Um, sick. Ooh, I love yeah. that. I remember, I remember doing those. that. Those are cool. Um, they don't do that stuff anymore, you know? Yeah, not really. They did have something like... for... I'm trying to remember. Oh, no, the thing that I was remembering uh, for the 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park, uh, which oh. comes out very soon, They one day they turned their website into a computer from the year 2000 where you That's could search through fun. for stuff. Um but back into the movie after he gives the speech and after he talks to Rachel and is like, hey, I quit my job for you. Want to love? And she's like, <laughs> uh, he then aggressively puts Harvey Dent in a chokehold uh, <laughs> out of nowhere. Big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Joker gets himself a twofer. I mean, this this whole sequence really gets mm-hmm. my blood pumping every Beautifully time. Shot. It's just like unbelievable. I mean, you get. The setup of the judge who just put away five hundred oh, something, right? <clears throat> she put, yeah, she put away like all those hundreds of people. The mozzarella, <laughs> Riri. Tell Get her mozzarella. the mozzarella. mozzarella. It's the mozzarella, mama. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> shush. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, so we got the judge getting getting hers, and then you got uh, Commissioner Loeb, mm-hmm. who that. Sorry, finish what you're That's saying gruesome. before I. It's it, it's gruesome. Anywhere. Like the 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 stuff that he like plans is he he's got dirty cops who set up a bomb in the judge's mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. She pulls out the little note to say where she's going, and it says, "Up." Oh God! <laughs> Honestly, this whole sequence is again beautifully shot. The um way that the Joker has uh lined up all these people to help him and like you can't trust anyone it's it's truly terrifying like yeah. so dark so twisted so gorgeous i'm crying because the writing of this movie and the <sighs> <laughs> anyway it's, it's it, and gruesome. my note commissioner low is gonna drink his in his office oh no baby what is you doing the alcohol is poison <laughs> that's literally a note directly from my phone is it like is it like a acid of some type? That's what I always yeah got because from it, it starts smoking mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah, it's like burning his keyboard. Nothing else is gonna kill you that fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My God, dude. Um, but at the party when the Joker appears, um, he has a big speech. He does a why so serious again this time to Rachel. 
different story. Oh, he really needs to pick one story and stick with it. Thank you. That's that's the Joker for you. Um. Mm-hmm. Also, there's the one little old man that's like, your guns don't scare us. Oh. I hated that. I hated that. That little old man is Senator Patrick Leahy of Vermont, who is still right. a senator. He has been in the Senate since 1974. He is the last remaining Watergate baby, and he is the first Democratic senator from Vermont and the only Democratic senator ever elected from the state of Vermont. Wait. Thank you for coming to my Patrick talk. Why is he? In, why is he in the movie? Like, he's just, they were like, we need someone, he's, and he was like, I'll do it. He's probably playing himself, too. Yeah, probably. He's in, he, he's playing Wayne Board Member. He's in the first one, also. I mean. He was in Batman and Robin playing himself. He's a huge Batman fan. Okay. There's a whole section on his Wikipedia page about, like, Batman fandom and him. So this is just, um, like, for fun for him? Because that's yeah, really much. cool. Yeah. That's you, so cool. Do you think... Like, in some way, in some day, like, I'll be an old man and I'll be, like, a recurring character in these movies. Man, one can dream, honestly. I would love to turn on a movie and be like, yo, it's Nick Melsotti. (laughs) I'd be like, I know Uh, him. Children, gather round. Let me tell you a tale of this man right here standing up to the Joker. He was also uh, in the best Batman movie of all time. Batman v Superman v Dawn v of v Justice. Stop! Um, I thought you were going to say be serious, <laughs> and then you said some utter garbage. No, he is in that movie also, um, where he plays Senator Purrington. Mm. One of is the senators who gets blown up with Grandma Sweet Tea. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, God. Um, so, she, Batman appears, and he's like, as the Joker is holding Rachel outside of a window after the joker has said another classic line a little fight in you i like that mm-hmm. uh, and, love me. <laughs> and so the joker is holding rachel out the window winder out, out the, the window. window at the window <laughs> <laughs> to the winder to the world um and he says obviously a very clear instruction let her go to which the joker says very poor choice of words. It <laughs> just drops her out the window. Okay, that I mean, ball should have killed Bruce and yeah. Rachel. Let's be straight right now. I'm surprised they mm-hmm. weren't both dead. That was a long fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. They got plot armor for now. Yeah, yeah. well, they should be dead. Just take the bomb. So, they... So, yes, Batman saves Rachel... Um, unfortunately. Uh, and then we have to go to the funeral for Commissioner Loeb. Oh, my God. It's a public funeral because he was a police commissioner. He gets the whole salute. Yeah. Oh, you missed... Uh, you oh, I missed the, where the Batman s- is destroying him, all of his stuff. Yeah, there's... Well, there's uh, there's that, but there's the whole scene with um, Alfred telling the Burma story. Oh, oh yes. yes, Alfred, my son. He tells the story about the child playing with a ruby the mm-hmm. size of a the ru- a ruby the size of a tangerine. <laughs> the one true Alfred tells a story. He he drops the another classic line. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Hey, Amen. It's mm-hmm. in my notes. It's right there, man. But yeah, I don't. I didn't want to talk over you sorry about that you're good no, you're good um 
Anna, you look like you are ready to say something. Yes. Whenever we're ready to get back to the commissioner's funeral, I got some, I got mm-hmm. something to say. Anyone? Say anyone, it, girl. Do you know a song that say is? Say it, baby. Okay. Um, does anybody here remember when people used to pass around a meme? And it was of a man with a really caught up face. Mm-hmm. And it was captioned. And he was in, like, military mm-hmm. fatigues. And it was captioned, mm-hmm. girls half-dressed can get a million likes in one minute. How many likes for this member of our troops? And it was Heath Ledger in this movie. <laughs> I remember that. I was, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, never forget. Never forget. <laughs> Man, those were the days. A simpler time. Mm-hmm. So... If you... I was going to say, if you... If you're, like, watching, right, when they're... It's like a wide shot of, like, the kind of the whole procession when mm-hmm. they're all lined up with the guns you can still see him he's like right there right mm-hmm. in the front you can see him yeah. with his makeup yeah. and like his smile and everything i was like holy cow mm-hmm. he's literally right there yep that's the one i think that was the screen grab people would just zoom in on it and be like yeah how many likes for our yeah. troops and be like well <laughs> that is neither a member of our troops nor an american man but okay no very australian mm-hmm um so, yeah, at the funeral, the Joker and uh, a man who I can only describe as wormy. Oh, God, um, yes. <laughs> they try oh. to kill Commissioner Loeb, not Commissioner Loeb, the mayor, uh, who is also in Lost, uh, who wears, I forget who he is in Lost, but I just remember calling him Guy Liner because he wore Guy Liner. Love that. Um, in this is a pro guyliner podcast very pro guyliner you do you his eyes are strong they popped um so but at, instead of actually killing the mayor they end up killing commissioner gordon r.i.p r.i.p commissioner yes Gore. rest in rest in pest the commission very sad son. yes uh. anna's son has died even though his son who is not Joffrey in this movie. Where's Barbara? <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Where's Barbara Gordon, huh? That's true. We do not see Barbara Gordon. Whack. I mean, if you wanna like get into it, like it's probably the little girl. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no. They don't name drop either of those kids no. at all. And I think at one point, um. Or no, the kid is James. The boy is James. Yeah, I think <laughs> at one point, uh, Gordon's wife says go by your sister but that's yeah. all we hear about commissioner gordon having two kids after that it's just just the son and they never show barbara he says take the kid like when when um the wife's name is barbara isn't she um uh, i don't remember i'm gonna call her commiss Gordon. yes either way all i know <laughs> is barbara was not represented and she is actually important character so yeah i agree but they obviously like he didn't want anything to do with robin so Mm -hmm. it might have been a little bit weird if he wanted something to do with batgirl and not robin yeah i guess you're right you're right you're right i guess in this universe maybe there's no batgirl but Mm -hmm. just thinking about it um just something for the fans man Mm mm-hmm in order to keep this episode from being two and a half hours long, uh, <coughs> as is now tradition, I need to rush through some stuff. I'll, I'll hit on the major stuff. Got Don't it. worry. Uh, but I do need to skip over a couple of things. 
Um, yeah, what does we got? We got two interrogations in a row. I would like to say that's one true. thing that's not really important, but I just think needs to be brought up. The Joker <laughs> has long nails, and I think that is truly his greatest crime. Thank you. <laughs> I just hate long nails. I think they're gross. Okay, Anna. That's it. Anna, I'm he done. blew up a hospital. Yeah, that's bad, <laughs> but like in terms of movies where nobody at, well, one person died, but you know what I mean. It's the nails for me. It's the long, crusty nails for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, anyways, so to yada yada a couple of things. Uh, Harvey Dent says that he is Batman at a press conference after Bruce goes there to say that he is Batman. Dumb. Uh, Dent instead says he's Batman. I'm going to say he says he's Batman again. Uh, he's taken into protective custody, but the Joker appears and, you know, kidnaps him uh attacks the convoy we, it's a fun action scene uh it's all through whacker drive uh, it, this movie is like chicago the movie like absolutely. every scene every scene where there's all these buildings with all these damn windows you look mm-hmm. out the window it's like oh look there's uh yeah there's lower whacker driver oh there's uh the board of trade word. Yeah, this is where I Dick's spent, Sporting Goods is. Or yeah. the, or I spent, Dick's Last Resort, my bad. I spent an embarrassing amount of time going, oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> like, I think one also, of the scenes, isn't there an explosion at the train station? And Gage was like, oh, look, it's the train station. I was like, I've been there multiple times. Um, I remember, do you remember when this was being filmed, Nick? The oh, Just yeah. the hype around it? Dude, people were going crazy. Oh, I can imagine. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. All we got was Transformers 3. Which we also got. Boo! That's not fair. Um, So, the Joker ends up taking... um, Or, sorry, no. uh, Batman comes to save everybody. uh, First in the Tumblr, and then he shoots out in the Batpod. Uh, The Batpod. He goes through the, the underground cycle? mall, which is a really cool shot. I um, love that. It's so mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. The way it like tracks him, kind of like the bat cycle. I know it's not the bat cycle, but that's what I'd prefer it to be called. <laughs> and then, and then what he does, he like that truck flip though. Yeah. Like, holy cow! That blows my mind every time mm-hmm. I see it. Like, cause that's real. Yeah. That's really, really that truck. Really truck. Going like that. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, and as Batman is riding towards the Joker, another classic line. Come on. Come on. You know how to do it. Come on. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me, me to everybody when I was in college when I wanted somebody to pay for my student loans. <laughs> me to every car. Um, and Batman responds in kind with another uh, very iconic line. <laughs> yep, that's the one. Paint that on a canvas and hang it up. Oh, dear God. <laughs> uh, so then uh, the Commissioner Gordon reappears and takes the Joker into custody while Rachel and Harvey Dent are taken away by some of the Joker's goons. Uh, yeah, you actually see it happening in real mm-hmm. time. You see um, Ramirez handing him off to the guy that drives him his words. Yeah. And you can see it on her face that she knows what she just did is not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's that that always got me. Like even on rewatches, I was like, "Holy cow!" They like know what they're doing, and they're still doing it. It's just yeah, like, so dumb. 
Um, so then we come up to the uh, interrogation scenes in the movie. First, the Joker is interrogated by Commissioner Gordon. With his long, uh, very low light, nails. very noir esque. Oh wait, yes, I just remembered that I actually do really enjoy one part of this scene. <clears throat> Uh, he he drops this line um, where he's like asking him what time it is, and he's and he's like, what, "What was the time matter?" He's like, "Well, depending on the time, he could be in one place or several." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Dude, get this guy a script. <laughs> 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 this guy's this guy's on one. He's just dropping <laughs> these. Oh my god. Um, like, yeah." So then Commissioner Gordon leaves and they do the good cop, bat cop routine. Oh, I love it. Uh, Where Batman flips on the lights and immediately slams the Joker's head into the table. Love it. Um, Or start with the head. uh, It makes the victim all fuzzy. Uh, Everything that he says in this scene. Iconic. Fantastic. Easily. Easily. Mm -hmm. Um. So Batman interrogates the Joker, and the Joker reveals that in order for Batman to get his way, he'll have to break his one rule, um, because the Joker believes the only reasonable way to live in the world is without rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Batman's one rule is don't wear white after Labor Day. Obviously. So <laughs> he will be forced to get a white bat suit. No! <laughs> Oh my god. And considering as we are recording this episode the day after Labor Day. Are any of us wearing he white? He must be wearing white. I'm wearing a little bit of white on Dion. my sweatshirt. I'm sorry. It's okay, I guess. When is I mean, it not after Labor Day? True. Oh, damn. It's like, when is it not after midnight? When can I feed the gremlins? Never. Yeah, is that like a time zone thing? I think like... it's a light thing, like as soon as the lights come back up. We'll cover Gremlins around Christmas time, because Gremlins is a Christmas film. Uh, oh yes, we will. <laughs> um, I love those movies. So the Joker reveals that Batman can only save one, either Harvey or Rachel, and of course... Or blushing bride-to-be! <laughs> oh, what a jerk. God. I'm like, dude, stop. Leave this man alone. So Batman goes to save Rachel, and that means that Commissioner Gordon and a cavalcade of cops go to save um, Harvey Dent. But as it turns out, the Joker switched the addresses on him. Cruel twist of fate. Mm -hmm. So instead, Batman saves the Crimson Chin. He gets there just in time. Already after his face, he's gotten half of his body covered in gasoline Mm -hmm. because he tipped over his chair. Um, Like a dummy. Yes, he saves Harvey Dent. Gordon and the rest of the cops don't get there in time to save Rachel, despite going on the curb. They mounted the curb, if you will. <laughs> they did mount the curb. <laughs> rip Rachel, as my notes say. Ope, rip Rachel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the most concise way to put it. She rips. Mm-hmm. They blow her all the hell i mean she's gone yep. like she's not coming back ever rip 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 she, that's all there is yes. to it that's all she, she wrote. is to name drop the title of one of lincoln park's songs from the album minutes to midnight oh, she God. is in pieces amen she is <laughs> yeah and then what is what does batman do but besides this 
beautiful scene where he's like atop all the rubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he goes back and he gives Harvey the the half burnt coin. Yeah. Like, buddy, you're just you're just pushing him at that. Putting point. salt on yeah, the wound. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey also does make Rachel's death about himself, but we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. Um, So now it gets to be a fun time. We get the face reveal. Not to jump ahead, but I'm very excited about it. We do get the face reveal. Um, But to yada yada more, a whole subplot throughout this movie is that some weaselly accountant has discovered that Bruce Wayne is Batman, uh, and he's trying to get $10 million a year for life for it. Um, (sighs) I mean, so respect. He he goes Morgan, on to dude, what Morgan Freeman's response to him though is so <laughs> it's freaking funny, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're telling me that you think that Bruce Wayne is a vigilante who goes around beating people up at night, and your plan is to blackmail him? Good, Good luck. luck. Yeah, <laughs> like buddy. So um, this rat boy goes on to what I can only assume is the Gotham Jerry Springer yes. uh, to reveal the yeah. identity of the Batman. Um, but the Joker calls in and gets immediately placed on the show. Always. I don't know who's running their switchboard, but that doesn't happen. They're like, oh, my He's God, He's probably got someone inside there, man. Probably. Yeah. He's guy. got people everywhere. Again, mm-hmm. that's what makes him terrifying. Did he yeah. post a listing on ZipRecruiter? <clears throat> yes. Not sponsored. For this he job. Did. <laughs> Is this an ad read? No. Yes. Ad read? Not sponsored. Yes. And if you're looking to hire somebody to run a switchboard in case you want to kill the Batman, mm-hmm. ZipRecruiter is the best place to go. Amen. Get your minions. <laughs> um, the Joker says, you know what? I want to have more fun. If Coleman Reese isn't dead within the hour, he's going to blow up a hospital. Like, um, dude unreal yeah how okay what this actually causes the hospital explosion though is such an iconic scene because what didn't the yes. whole thing with the button pressing wasn't that improv well um we'll get to that okay uh so batman not batman it's actually bruce wayne in this instance he goes to save coleman um because his lamborghini yes his oh lamborghini, yeah because mm-hmm uh, Murcielago means bat in Spanish. No, it uh, does not even. Does it really? I think so. I yeah, should know that's that. according I to the trivia that I found. speak Spanish. Why do I not know that? Let me look it up. Uh, yeah, I'm didn't DP. you minor in Spanish? Yeah, but I don't know every word. Oh, yeah, it is Murcielago. Oops. <laughs> I guess it just doesn't come up a lot when you're taking Spanish for business majors. <laughs> <laughs> Your education journey is so confusing to me but i'm sure we'll eventually figure out what actually happened yep. with your nine years in college <laughs> my 20 um, years in college yeah um so they evacuate all of gotham city's hospitals um because the joker is threatening to blow one up and he the joker does end up showing up in harvey dent's hospital room he is the only person not evacuated from the hospital yet um and he greets him with a courteous hi ew hate it (laughs) 
he's got his mask on and Harvey starts freaking out when he takes off his yeah. mask. That's like that's like 2020 just kind of yeah. <laughs> distilled into one movie moment. Now I know that it's not believable that we don't recognize the Joker with his mask, like that we, his mask and his red his wig. On. Yeah, but like at the same time, I understand because there have been times where people are wearing their masks, and I'm like, "Who are you?" When I know them, mm-hmm. but I like can't pinpoint where I know them from. <laughs> like, wow, this nurse has got some real uh, raccoon eyes going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she must have some sleep if after a long <laughs> night. Um. So the the Joker ends up getting Harvey Dent, not really like on his team. But he breaks he, his mind more. There's literally, he, he was, he, yeah, he just gave him the old yeah. pusherino. Uh, and Anna, what do you ha- want to say about the face reveal? First oh of all, beautiful. Beautiful! Mm-hmm. Um, also still surprised that he wasn't part blue, but that's none of my business. <laughs> um, I just think, I mean, like, we know it's Harvey Dent, like, but the build to it where you're like, He's in immense pain. He doesn't want anybody. He refuses medicine. Now, this is back to where I think that he made Rachel's death all about him. I get it. Mm-hmm. You're sad. Your your fiance died. That's got to be hard. But, like, mm-hmm. dude, you are definitely... You decide to become a villain? You're throwing yourself a pity party. Like, <laughs> oh, like... I don't know. I think that he definitely could have picked up the pieces and been a real success story, but instead he turned to evil. And um, Mm -hmm. I guess that's that on that. Oh, also, can we just talk about the iconic... I know it's the calm and rage thing, but... Say it! (laughs) Every time he yells a line. Um, Once he becomes Two-Face, I have something to say about Aaron Eckhart's performance. He goes from being a, a fairly... Uh, a fairly good performance as Harvey Dent um, to it, it's both his performance and how Two-Face is written from here on out oh, to boy. only delivering soliloquies. He will only speak in iambic pentameter yes! from here on out. I wish. <laughs> uh, he speaks in riddles. He is chewing on the walls, the floors, any piece of scenery that he could chew on. Harvey Dent, he is well, doing Well, I'll say this for him. he, he Big Bad Harv took over. So he mm-hmm. he really kind of just, yeah, he does do like a character switch up. But I mean, mm-hmm. now he's he's kind of like two sides of justice now. So yes. Yeah. Maybe it makes some sense. I don't know. It's a comic book movie. but I mean, he makes his be... own luck, right? The whole, uh-huh. the little coin. I mean, again, he's two faced. It's so gimmicky. Like that just screams. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that screams. This character was created in the fifties. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. the reveal is pretty brutal. It still kind of gets me to this day. Like, it's a very nerve wracking thing. You see him like laying there, and he grabs the coin, and he like sees himself throwing it to Rachel with the mm-hmm. clean side, and then he looks at the like blackened, like burnt side, mm-hmm. and. You just gotta like imagine what's going through that guy's head at that moment, like yeah, probably a slight gust of wind. <clears throat> yeah, seriously. Just... Based on the fact that you know half <laughs> of his face is open. Yeah. That looks unbelievably painful. Like oh yeah, and he refuses medicine or anything. Yeah. Sorry, now I'm just oh, looking at gosh. all the different renderings of Two Face, like in comics and stuff. 
because I wanted to know yeah. if he was created in the 50s. I was wrong. He was created in 1942. His first appearance was in Detective Comics, Comics number 66. Mm. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. then the Joker blows up the library. The library? The hospital. You know, hospitals are Not like libraries. <laughs> library of sick people. I'm sick of Gotham's youth reading. Yep. I'm going to blow up a library. The true evil. <laughs> Quick, evacuate the libraries. Uh-huh. It's just okay. Dan walking out. Yeah, it's me and like eight other old women like, okay, I guess we have to leave. Yep. <laughs> uh, so he blows up the hospital and it is a great explosion. It is a incredible. What, what was it? Like a, like a, it was candy, a candy factory. factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That they dressed up as a hospital just to blow up for the movie. They were going to tear it down anyway. Um, and Anna, as you had said earlier, the is the like delayed explosion goes off, yeah. and then it's the Joker uh, fumbles around with the buttons because he's like, "Why isn't it? Why has it not exploded more? I yes. don't want these books to exist." Yes. Um, and then he gets <laughs> spooked and runs back. These kids are never reading. That scene is so good. I love it. And he's still wearing his little nurse costume. I love it. It's Mm -hmm. so good. It's very dark humor. Yes. Uh, So it was initially thought that that was an ad lib. Oh, it wasn't? But it is... So with such a high-risk stunt going on there... Yeah, explosions are not exactly easy. They had to do it a couple times to test it i think yeah right and then it wasn't like producing the outcome mm-hmm. maybe that just kind of like stuck with him and he just kind of like kept doing it i don't know yeah so that's what like, i always thought because it's such a high risk stunt they can really only do it once because you can't blow up the building again it's going to be knocked down at that point yeah um yeah. and also because you're not using a stunt man you're actually using heath ledger mm-hmm. you need to be incredibly safe with it yeah i i don't think there's any way that was at that had to be planned yeah i don't know and that might just be the biggest myth of the movie so mm-hmm. it yeah. could be he, it was ad-libbed in their rehearsals yeah he improvised that like, reaction keep that, keep and that. Then, yeah keep that mm-hmm. write that down write that down write that down, write that uh, down. but on the actual day of filming I think, I think the so. the only thing they CG'd were some of the windows, I think, is what yeah. I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have they that close to... to the explosion. You don't want to have your actors in danger. Yeah, no kidding. That's too I... bad that didn't really work. Yeah, moving forward, because um, we still need to speed through a lot of this. Um Harvey Dent goes on a killing spree. Um, he goes to kill Eric Roberts, who is playing the head of the Falcone crime family. Maroney. Yes, Maroney. Uh, Eric <laughs> Roberts, who is the brother of um, Julia Roberts and the f- father of Emma Roberts. Oh, what? Yeah. Are you kidding? Absolutely. I'm 100% serious. Holy crap. Anna's giving a strong thumbs down there. I have beef with Emma Roberts, but we don't need to get wow. into that. This isn't a political, not political. Um, this isn't. This a, is a political podcast. I don't like a, how Emma Roberts is running for Congress. No, I. She's an abuser, and I don't. We don't support oh. that. Yeah, didn't she? Didn't she do something to Evan Peters? Yep. Uh, we won't get into we it, but yeah. ah, yeah, she beat him up. We anyway. 
Well, I am very um, out of the loop on that. That's um, okay. I'll tell you when we're not recording so you don't have to dig through it sometime. Okay. In 2009, in 2009, William Fitchner co-presented the Vizina Trophy for goaltending at the National oh Hockey League Awards <laughs> oh. show. Oh. <laughs> This guy's done a lot, but he didn't die in the first Friday the 13th movie, which Kevin Pakin did. So mm. so he wins. Um, Kevin Bacon. We, uh, we're just going to go to the, the climax of the movie now. Hit us, Dan. Um, yes. So we I mean, see... basically, that's all that's left. There's the boat yeah. sequence. It's the okay, boats. yes. Uh, let's just take a moment to talk about this was like the most, because disc- it's just essentially the trolley question. Yeah, it was the most highly discussed topic in my um, ethics of superheroes class. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I it's the trolley the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the, the trolley problem. I I forget what the actual name of this problem is because the trolley problem is do you run over one person or five? Yeah, people? that's that's yeah. like utilitarian. But I guess stuff. like the reason why I think it's similar to that is because it's like bad for bad person versus good person. I don't know. We could. In our ethics podcast, it's, we can discuss this. It's the prisoner's dilemma. Yeah. That's what it's called. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so basically what they say <laughs> is that there is a, a boat full of good people, in quotes, non-prisoners, mm-hmm. and a boat full of prisoners, both of which have detonators to the other boat. If one of the prisoner, if one of the boats blows up the other boat, that boat will survive. If neither of the boats blow each other up, both will die. Both will explode at midnight. Mm-hmm. Um this is the prisoner's dilemma, or as I like to use, um, you and your sister are both getting a marshmallow. If neither of you eat the marshmallow, you will both get two marshmallows. However, if you eat the marshmallow, your sister will get no marshmallows. What do you do? You're also not in the same room as your sister. Mm-hmm. She's in a different room. You don't know what she's going to do. What do you do? Do you sit and wait so you can get two marshmallows? Or do you eat your one marshmallow and then go kick your sister? Well, I would say wait, but that's just me, I guess. I don't really like marshmallows that much. I take a third option. I grab my marshmallow, I throw it at my sister, and I run away. I don't have a sister. I know you don't. So this is all hypothetical to me. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways, this movie's about marshmallows. Um, So there's, yeah, this, this whole sequence still, like, I think there's so much that's, like, not... I don't know. Maybe it's discussed, but like I always felt like nobody ever really talked about how like important this scene is and how mm-hmm. like I don't know. I always felt like it kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. You should have. The music, mm-hmm. music's going. It's got like this really high like violin thing going on. You got this like total like dilemma, and then the when the two guys grab the switches, they kind of grab them at the same time. You get the yeah big tattooed prisoner, and then the, tiny the little. Yeah, who's who's in? Uh, I was watching Little Nicky the other night, uh-huh. and I was like, "Why do I recognize Cassius?" And I was like, "Oh, it's because he's the guy in Dark Knight." <laughs> uh, and then there's the like kind of like bald like the extra who who could the not Stanley like, Tucci. Yeah, yeah, he's like yeah. And then he was um, um, too scared. I mean, I would have too. I would have had to go to years of therapy. Tbh. He, even said it. he was like he was like oh uh, uh, nobody else wants to get their hands dirty and then all of a sudden he's like well well because maybe think about not. it if you're a good person who's not not normally one to want to kill somebody it's mm-hmm. gonna be i wouldn't be able to do that like 
if somebody presented me with that option, like your life could be saved, but you'd have to kill this. Even if it was somebody like a mass murderer, I would not be able to do that. No, absolutely not. I mean, I wouldn't be able to justify it in my own head. As an outsider, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. fine. But like as a me, I wouldn't be able to do it. This reminds me of something in the 80s, a congressman proposed a... Uh, a bill where if the president were to launch a nuclear strike, uh, the only way for him to actually launch a nuclear strike is if he stabbed a man to death um, as a way to, so uh, as I a mean, way yeah. to humanize the action that you are committing yeah. by so it just launching like a nuclear bomb. So it doesn't feel like numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was obviously not put into place. Should have been. Yeah, right. But that's not um, business, I guess. <laughs> um, yes, here at In Conclusion, we are a very anti-nuclear war podcast. We're very pro-peace. We're a little bit hippie. Yes. A little bit hippie. A, a little bit rock Except and roll. for me. I, I wouldn't mind watching the world burn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, the Prisoner's Dilemma is happening. But also, at this time, Batman is destroying civil liberties everywhere by using everybody's cell phones... Uh, to create a massive sonar wave that where then he can hurt, track and find hurt where the eyes. Joker is. It hurt my eyes to watch this scene. <laughs> it hurt my uh, political heart to watch this scene. Fair. I mean, it it is, it, there's something to be said that uh, Lucius Fox is very strongly opposed to it. Yes. To the point where he actually resigns. Mm-hmm. He says, I'll help you, and then the, this is it. Like, this I'm not. It, yeah. I'm not going to help you after this. And I mean, it is like a bad thing, but I, I guess you have to like get yourself in those shoes and like, how, how else is he going to find them? Mm-hmm. A Craigslist lonely hearts advertisement. Ew. Oh God. <laughs> Craigslist missed connections. Um, so Batman finds the Joker. Um, he is in a half-completed skyscraper. He goes up. Uh, the Joker has kidnapped people. Uh, just, but a, goons... just a classic place to have a superhero battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half-built building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he ends up taking out the Joker. His goons get taken out. It's a fight scene, you know, blah, blah, blah. Classic. Um, but he Alex. does not kill the Joker, which is an important point, that he saves the Joker from dying. Uh, he catches him from falling off the roof, and then he slowly pulls him back up. Uh, the Joker gives a speech about um, anarchy, Man- yeah, madness, and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. And it's like, okay, buddy, <laughs> we'll just leave you. I'll leave you hanging for that one, pal. Um, literally, it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. sad though, because like this uh, is literally the last time we see him in this movie, and it's yeah. like. It's like such. It's so good, but it, it's like so sad. I just because you know what happened in real life, so yeah. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And then, so Batman gets away. He goes. The city just showed you that it's got a heart and lots of laryngitis medicine. Literally or something like that. Um, yeah. Neither of the boats blow each other up. Love this, that. So showing you that the, the city's full of good people and not the bad people, mm-hmm. um, yep. even the criminals. And then Batman has to go and stop Harvey Dent from killing Jim Gordon's family. 
um, real moral event horizon going on there. Um, he does this uh, in classic Batman fashion by straight up tackling Harvey Dent off of three stories. Classic. Uh, he kills him despite it looking like he maybe not didn't die. He does die. Harvey Dent dies there. Yeah, it's, it doesn't seem like it's a very, uh, like, a long fall or anything, but yeah. yeah. Kinda... I mean, if you land right, your neck's going to snap, you know? Well, yeah. yeah, well, compared to the fall earlier in the movie, I just didn't say a word there, <laughs> earlier in the movie, where he's like, where Eric Roberts is like, if you drop me from this height, you know it's not going to kill me. Yeah. And Batman goes, put it on it. Yeah, <laughs> he just drops him. <laughs> he just drops him. It's like the same height. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of falling in this movie. There is. Huh. Yes. You really can't be I afraid of heights if... to be Batman. Huh. I wonder if it's a theme. <gasps> <laughs> what? Um. So then he gets the commissioner Gordon's like, "No, we need you to stay and fight crime." And he, Batman's like, "No, I can't." Um. And then he rides away on the Bat Pod as Commissioner Gordon gives a speech where he says that this is not the hero that Gotham needed, but the one that it deserved. Yep. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to be it, the agent of darkness or whatever he says, a dark knight. Amen. Roll credits. Oh, we're wiping away our tears. It's so good. Love it's it. It's a long movie. It's two and a half hours. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. you got to buckle up, though. You can't have a weak bladder like me. It's like... It's just so, like, important. Like, I don't even want to, like... <laughs> I'm not even, like, trying to joke anymore. Like, this movie is, like, so iconic and so important to comic book movies in general. And, like, the fact that Iron Man came out, uh, what, like, a couple months after this? Mm-hmm. I think it was a couple months before it, actually. I think Iron Man came out in May. Yeah, I feel like I, I remember when that came out, but, like... The MCU as a whole, I don't know. I don't know if it ever would have been how it is without this movie taking the reins and saying, "This is how you make a blockbuster." Yeah, mm-hmm. these movies. I mean, we think of DC as being not as good with their movies as Marvel, but the Dark Knight trilogy really slaps. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Speak for yourself. Okay, okay, <laughs> BD. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot look, I was I, speaking to the Bruce Wayne. My bad. Look, I, I got some I got some opinions and some thoughts that people probably will say. <laughs> this guy this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, but I, I know what I'm talking about. Don't worry. <laughs> Sounds good. As a doctor uh, at the Arkham Asylum, your opinions are good? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's what his Facebook says his occupation is, in case anyone was curious. It's not. It's not completely wrong. I don't have any other occupations. So. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. These are trying times. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, this. Yeah. So, like, the Dark Knight was influential in just so many ways. Mm-hmm. It caused the Oscars to expand Best Picture nominees from five to ten I after saw the that, yeah. the uproar that was caused by this not being nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was it, the IMDb specifically said this one and Wally were yeah. both snubbed for Best Picture. Wally. The movies that were nominated for Best Picture that year: Slumdog Millionaire, Curious <laughs> Case of Benjamin Button, mm-hmm. Frost Nixon, Milk, 
and the reader. Now hold on, Slumdog Millionaire has the classic dance hit, J-Ho. J-Ho. Yes. That song does not fail to get a group of white women dancing, okay? I will tell you right now, J-Ho, you are the reason that I breathe. Oh, that song slaps. Okay. Dark Knight is best picture of 2008, and you can't change my mind. That's fine. That's, You're entitled to your I agree. I, I agree it didn't, is the best picture of didn't 2008. Didn't Slumdog Millionaire win? It yes. did. And yeah. even of those nominees, I don't think that Slumdog That's, Millionaire is the best movie there. It's not that great. It's I've never seen great. it. I My friend loaned me the DVD for six months, and I kept forgetting I had it, so I never watched it. But I love Jai Ho. Okay, uh, Slumdog Millionaire is no Frost Nixon. Also, I'm 74 years you old. You are old. Oh, I would not want to watch a political drama. There's nothing that I enjoy more than a, a good political drama. Oh. It's taut. It's intense. It's funny. It's got some humor in there. Frost Nixon is right on the level with Quiz Show, which is because they're directed by the same man. Of course, there is both Ref Rod Fiennes. Howard. Is Ref Fiennes in Frost Nixon? Ray Fiennes is not. Oh, in Ray Frost Fiennes, Nixon, my no, bad. Frank Langella is. He's not Ray Fiennes. No, you look really confused, Nick. I'm because I remember Frost Nixon, but I keep mixing it up with that. What was it like Nixon and Elvis movie that came out? Nixon and China. It it was like the movie was like about the story of how there was a picture of Elvis Presley and. Nixon, I think. I, I don't even remember. No now. clue what you're talking about. Yeah, it can, Nixon it can, and Elvis. It, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I keep mixing them up, mixing them together. So I have no idea what I'm even talking about anymore. All right. Nixon and Elvis has not aged well, because <laughs> guess who played Richard Nixon? It's only fitting that it was Kevin Spacey. Ooh! Oh my god! I was literally gonna say <laughs> Kevin Spacey, right? Yikes! God dang it, dude! Why? Um, so just because we've we've gone very long so far, we'll we'll keep the the post movie discussion um, short. But Anna, if you had to pick one scene from the movie, standout scene, best scene in the movie, what is it? Mm, when the Joker kills um, the judge and the commish. Mm-hmm. That scene and attempts to kill Harvey. That scene is just beautiful. Um, the juxtapositions are beautiful. Um, I love a good pyrotechnic, you know, when the car explodes. Mm-hmm. I just, I love it. The music is beautiful. The film is, the uh, blah, 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 blah. videography is Cinematography. beautiful. Cinematography. Thank you. Um, editing, Gordon, you know I love a good edit. I just thought mm-hmm. it was good. I like that scene a lot. Nick? Mm. Your face is like so close to the camera <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, because I'm laying down. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, I got, I got lazy. Um, dude, there's so many good ones. So hard to pick one. I, I'll just go with the bank heist. Like it's mm-hmm. excellent choice. It's a strong open. It's just such a like classic like opener. I mean, even I, I even kind of like the Dark Knight Rises opener, but like this movie's opening sequence is just in my mind it's undefeated. There's. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a movie that's open besides like maybe like Baby Driver. Oh, don't even get me started. <gasps> <laughs> where I'm just like ah, going like flipping out in the first like five minutes of the movie. Another movie that has Kevin Spacey in it. I know, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, remember when my one of my other favorites was Usual Suspects? God, Ooh, yikes! <laughs> um, 
the only other movie that I can think of that starts off with as explosive of an opening is Quiz Show. Stop, Dan. <laughs> In case you haven't seen Quiz Show, the first scene of Quiz Show is Rob Morrow, who it plays the main character. Uh, he's a federal agent. Um, he is shopping for a new car, and he discusses the type of leather with the car salesman. <laughs> Oh my god. That movie is really uh, for Dan and Dan only. It is. <laughs> oh my it is really just for me. Um I I we're all choosing favorite scene a different favorite scene. Yeah. Um I think it's the interrogation. I okay. love all of it. The back and forth, the tete a tete, if you will, the between Batman and the Joker. Um yes, even the gross, grimy, disgusting. I wanna make out with those fingernails. Uh, I don't want them anywhere near me. Um <laughs> And Nick, not best actor, not worst actor, most actor in the movie, <laughs> who is really giving it their all. Dude, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It's the extra that's on the boat, on the civilian boat. <laughs> that guy. He left it all on the playing field. Every, every time I see this movie, I always get excited <laughs> to see him because he's always just like, I don't, just everything he says, I'm just like, this freaking guy. He's a Karen. He is a big time Karen. Absolutely. He's like the most like extra, extra, like Mm -hmm. ever. If that makes any sort of sense. 100%. The term featured extra was definitely fitting for him. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Anna? Hmm. I do love me some Harvey Dent. I will say that much. I think that Mm -hmm. is such a good arc, and it's performed so strongly. Yeah, that's my choice. Yes, it is very strong. Mm -hmm. Um, Since you said Harvey Dent, this leads me to two choices. Either Maggie Gyllenhaal. um, Sorry, that was so out loud. Her performance was fine. It was fine. I don't like her as an actress. She just seems sad all the time to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do prefer her as Rachel yeah. to Katie Holmes. Yeah, as I like Katie Holmes more as an actress. Um, but it's either between her or at the press conference, the guy in the back who just goes, no more dead cops. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, no, never mind. Never mind. I'm going to go with uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, though. Excellent. Let's choice. talk about that. Nick, what do you think? Because you were going to bring it up. Oh, but for between her and uh, uh-huh. Katie Holmes. Uh, honestly, I was always like sick of like bat love interests in movies. Like I was mm-hmm. always kind of the type. Like there's there's ways you do it and there's ways you don't. The Mask of the Phantasm does it the best in my opinion, where it's got like Andrea and she's like uh, mysterious, but also not really. Mm-hmm. The these ones, uh, Katie Holmes is like fine for that movie, but like. Yeah, what what was going on with someone was going on with her? I think she was like in the middle of the whole Tom Cruise Scientology thing. I think so. When this movie yeah. came out. Well, I think she she turned down this movie. Um, I think she turned it down to be in um, the movie Mad Money. Who with Diane Keaton and Queen Latifah? Never heard of. Well, I've heard of them, but never heard of that movie. It was a yeah. box office bomb. Mm, yeah. Good, well, good, and she's in know, the background going, her. oh, no, I sabotaged myself. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm in, a, in the, what is it, the minority here. 
that I, I did like Maggie actually a bit more. I thought she mm-hmm. at least, like, acted a bit better, but at the same token, like, I'm glad they kind of knocked her off because I don't think I could have taken another movie of Rachel Dawes banging her boss and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I just it's like, very. Sick of her. It's kind of an. I'm gonna say something. Bold. Say it. It seems kind of unfeminist to me that she bangs her boss because it gives the illusion that she only has her job because she is having sex with him. Mm-hmm. To but me, like, actually, personally. Yes. Maybe she's a good whatever she is. I don't actually a lawyer? know. She's she a lawyer. Uh, yeah, she's an attorney. Maybe she's a good. I hope she is, but it gives that illusion, does it not? I mean, it does. Anyway. She seems to be attracted to men in power. Then she should choose men who are in power in a different job. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe she just likes to be told what to do. You know? Yikes! Nick, okay. It, it, I, I'm getting really uncomfortable because as you're saying this, you're slowly stroking. Oh your God! Chin. I hate it. I hate it. Um. Uh, Yuck, Nick. <laughs> Nick, who's your favorite actor? Of all time? Of all time. We didn't do this last episode, and we didn't do it on the Bill and Ted um, Face the Music episode, and Anna Horst got very mad. I saw. She was peeved. So, Nick, who was your favorite actor? Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay, well, anyone of all time, while you think of that, yeah. Anna. Yes. Would this movie be better or worse with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as oh, the God. Joker? As the Joker? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and say it would be worse. Uh, you know, that's, I don't say that lightly. I just mm-hmm. think I couldn't picture anybody else besides Heath Ledger doing it. But also... Harvey Dent. As Harvey Dent? Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a spectacular Harvey Dent. He'd be tiny but powerful. <laughs> I think he could really do it. He's got that sassy attitude. Oh, man, I love that vision. Dan, you genius. <laughs> I think that'd be great. 10-10. Ten, ten. Okay. Oh, my God. This. Uh, Are you still struggling? Because there's like... Uh, look, I'm one of those people that I watch as many movies as I possibly can. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm I usually get myself so like involved in the movies that I like just like... I'm like, actors who? And I just push them all out of my head. How about this? Mm-hmm. Who's your biggest celebrity crush? That's an actress. Or actor. We don't or judge actor. here. Yeah, because I, I was going to say, bet, way back in the day, my biggest male celebrity crush was uh, Joseph Gordon. <gasps> I just fell in love with you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I was I was obsessed. Me like, too. He was, he was in like all these movies that I was seeing, and I was like, "This guy's great." Yes. Oh my God, BD, you're my We'll talk about him next. We'll talk about him next time too, mm-hmm. which is gonna be fun. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like DiCaprio is like way, way up there for sure. All right. Because he's in like everything I've ever seen that I've liked. And let's hit DiCaprio. Let's go. Be... Let's go with DiCaprio. Yeah, I don't want to be like basic and be yeah. like, oh, I like Christian Bale, but I do like Christian Bale a lot. Too. Um, would this movie be better or worse with Leonardo DiCaprio as Batman? Uh, 
probably just about the. I feel like it'd be just about the same. Like if just shorter, put DiCaprio, he'd be shorter. Put put DiCaprio in Joker's spot though. Mm-hmm. Ooh, That'd be kind of spicy. I don't know, I don't I know don't if he know. could do it. I think the ba- most evil he can be is like uh, from Django Unchained. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what his performance would kind of fall into. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I. Yeah, see, the thing is, is, like, this role is so... Uh, this version of this role is so squarely Heath Ledger's. Yeah. And he, I mm-hmm. mean, you can't touch it. Scored a, I mean, no. And yeah. even people after him are constantly, even today, getting compared to him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Last year, you go online, the whole discourse was, is Joaquin Phoenix better than Heath Ledger? They're not the no. same. They're not the same. Okay, hi. Doesn't matter. Still no. Dion... They're not the same. It's a different universe. We had to look at it with fresh eyes and a fresh pot of popcorn. That's all I have to say. The only part of Joker I enjoyed were the 17 seconds that Mark Maron was on camera. Fight me. Come on. You're going to tell me you didn't feel the liberation of him jumping down those stairs? Come on. The Dance of Freedom. Loved it. Oh, my God. Most stunning moments in cinematic history. I love it. Absolutely beautiful. God, I like that movie so much. I know, um, it's, it's pretty solid. Uh, let me get my fedora. Sorry. Hang on. <laughs> Milady. Uh, okay. Um, okay, so my favorite actor is Jimmy Stewart. Yes. Um, and Stewart. this movie would be infinitely improved by Jimmy Stewart as the weaselly board member who is trying to extort Batman. Beautiful. I also would have pictured him as Commish Gordon. God, that guy. Commissioner Gordon, yeah. A dark night. Uh, a dark night. I like Gary. I like Gary Oldman. He's all right. Yeah. He, I mean, mm-hmm. he's a world class actor. Dude's in like yes. a million things. Absolutely. My mom's favorite movie, Air Force One. Really? Yeah, oh he's the villain God. in that. No, I meant really, really that's that your mom's movie. That's my movie. mom's favorite yeah, movie. Yeah, that's your mom's favorite movie. It changes around. Right now, I think her favorite movie is The Town. Oh, okay. oh she's got interesting taste. She is. She is. She's a much better consumer of media than I am. Mm. She watches. She's very into peak TV. Mm. Um, meanwhile, I'm starting to watch Quiz Show again. So God, of course, we're you different are. people. Um, that's really it for the Dark Knight. Unless we have anything else to add that we missed. I'm good. Of y'all's notes. Wait, wait. As... <laughs> of course. <laughs> BD's like flipping through fifty pages of notes. Yeah. <laughs> I I I took a lot. I I. It's shorter than the Batman Begins notes, I'll say that. Proud of you. Um, Good for you. Okay, so I took down a really stupid IMDb fact that made me laugh. Okay. Let's hear it. Trouble Trouble arose (laughs) during a public relations campaign before the movie's release when a website related to this movie sent out several cakes purportedly from the Joker containing a cell phone inside which made the cake vibrate and had wires sticking out. Making the cake look like a bomb. Oh, no. Wait, I kind of <laughs> love that, though. One such news station, which received one of the cakes, believed it to be an actual terrorist act, and the entire building had to be evacuated. Oh, my God. That would have been oh my, my dumb butt when I was at the radio station. I'm like, yo, this, this cake looks a little scary, you guys. That's funny, I bet they though. I bet they wish that Jared Leto was the Joker in this one, so they got condoms just, and bullets. Nope, nope. I much rats. prefer a poorly thought out cake much prefer because then when you realize it is a cake you could just share it with bomb squad that comes yeah 
I think that's a good place to stop. (laughs) Next week, we will be talking about The Dark Knight Rises and wrapping up The Dark Knight Trilogy. Um, If you're really good and you donate to us on Patreon, we'll send you a cake with a phone and a bomb inside of it. No, 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 no. And if if you're really good, I'll send you... I'll send you some Jared Leto news comments. Stop, my mom is listening to this podcast. Okay, so I've been waiting for 30 seconds to others lately, and I think it's Anyway. Hey, they have two good albums. That's what I'll say. My little emo self looking out the window. Anyway. If you want to find the show on the internet, on Facebook, uh, look up Fast, not Fast Facts Live. That's the trivia show I host. Sorry, wow, I nice got my wires drop, Dan. <laughs> hey guys, do you like trivia? Every Wednesday night, eight o'clock central. Um, no, look up in conclusion on Facebook and in conclusion on Twitter, in conclusion podcast on Instagram. If you want to find me on the internet, I'm at Dan O'Keefe eighty six on Twitter, at D L R A A R on Instagram. Uh, Nick, where can they find you if you um, want to be found? I- yeah, I'll stay anonymous on the internet, but my my Xbox gamer tag oh is uh, bad. <laughs> it's it's it is it is actually Batman twelve eighteen ninety six. But uh, so yeah, you can direct any of your hate oriented messages towards there, and you have to type it with your Xbox three sixty keyboard. Yes. Yep. Yep. And Which I Anna. Still have. Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Prime 818 or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Rollout. Capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll, and the O in roll, and the roll O in out are zeros. Good God. I did not think I was going to be saying that every week when I made that Twitter handle, okay? You really, you really goose that one. Yeah, I really sabotaged myself. I'll tell you that much. Yes, we will be back next week with Nick and Miss Self-Sabotage herself. <laughs> Anna. I sabotage Talking myself. about The Dark Knight Rises. If you want to support the show, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash in conclusion. Please support uh, us. Any amount that you could support would help. We're currently unemployed. Well, <laughs> Stop, don't sh- remind me. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Stay safe, stay healthy, have fun. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>